Warning, the information opinions within are solely for views. The individuals involved contains content not suitable for anyone. All right. Thank you very much for joining us for another episode of the Metaverse and Beyond podcast. This week we've got now, correct me if I'm wrong, I know I, I butchered this for ages back in the day, but it is Caesar. That's how you pronounce it. Yeah, Caesar. Caesar is. Caesar. Because I remember, I think it was back in the UDU podcast, I was trying to say, oh, thank you very much, C324R15. <laughs> so, yes, Caesar. Um, for people who don't know, what's that all about? How did you come up with that? Oh, well, uh, it was my, like, from second attempt, I joined, really joined Upland. Because uh, I was into crypto space, like trading, holding, and I think first time I noticed Upland from Brave advertisement, I joined it, didn't get a clue what I'm doing, <laughs> and then just left. And uh, the platform called the Vonplay.io, mm-hmm. yep. I saw there again Upland, and then read about it and noticed that if you spend Apex in-game, you're getting rewarded with bucks which you can exchange into EOS. So I said, all right, let's give it another go. Then I joined it, left it for some time, <laughs> you know, stayed, just joined the Discord, saw what community is all about, and started to spend some Apex and exchange it into EOS. And I thought, it's okay, it's okay, good. And then I joined it through the browser, Brave browser, and that was the third, third step of earnings because when you play in Copland on the browser, you're getting those advertisements from Brave and spending up banks, you're getting one bucks from one play and, you know, exchanging profits to profits. Nice. Very good. All right. There's a lot to dive into there. Um, before we get into that, I guess we'll just catch up on some recent Upland events. Now, before we press record, I asked if you got involved in the, the latest San Francisco um, kind of the new way that they're doing the hidden properties release. You said you didn't get involved in it, but what do you think about that new system of getting those out there? Well, I noticed that announcement too late. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. When I, ex- when I, when I, when I read it about it, it was too late to register. Well, I thought, whatever, oh, really? because I had only 10 K Apex left. So mm-hmm. after London, you know, Yes, so it was it was interesting. Like you had to buy a block explorer. The block explorer was essentially your key to be involved in this. Um, I like this system. I think it's better than you know. Sometimes they just magically release these properties in the middle of the night with no notice, and you don't know about it. Or you know, the ways that they've done this previously. I think this is a very clever way to go about it. But um, yeah, so I didn't. I did the block explorer i got up i registered of course and i didn't have any luck with the rng gods i know some people in upland general are saying you know they've got a property worth you know mint price is a hundred thousand upex but they've got no upex i've got plenty of upex but my property that i got assigned was like an eleven thousand uh, mint <laughs> price property in just nowhere so it's probably worth whatever the floor is so i was like ah but that's just my luck with RNG. Poor me. How many properties were released in, in total? Um, I don't know because it was tied to the Block Explorer and there was 850 of the Block Explorer sold, so it must be 850. 
Yeah. Now there's a lot of, um, I know I was speaking to DTEC this morning and he said, are you staying around in San Francisco? And I was like, no, I, this morning when I woke up, I minted my property and then I got straight on the plane to Manhattan because I have to apply for a extra showroom there. But yeah, it would have been a good idea to stick around in San Francisco because there is a bunch of people I've seen on general who they registered for it. They got the block explorer, but their assigned property is the mint worth is too expensive for them. They don't have the, the upex to buy it. So those properties, yeah. once that 24 hour period ticks over, they're going to be available for anybody to mint. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So no, I do like that system though. So see how it goes. So the other kind of things that were out and about was the, did you see that ugly sweater competition? What competition, sorry? An ugly sweater. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm not participating in that. <laughs> would, would you be interested in to buy one? I'm definitely not going to try and submit a proposal for it or, you know, to make one. Um, well, if, probably, yeah. Yes. Um, where are you based? Well, in real life, where are you based? In the UK. In the UK. So you get to wear ugly sweaters at this time of the year, Christmas time. Keeps you nice and warm. See, in Australia, it's it's red hot for us in Christmas. <laughs> Wearing a sweater is just not going to work. So, yeah. Yeah. So, well, not, not that ugly sweaters, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because it's, I know uh, every year I see on Facebook and that uh, bands like Slayer, they have really awesome like Slayer Christmas themed uh, sweaters and I'd love to get one, but it's just, I'm not going to, I'm never going to be able to wear that when it's actually Christmas time because I'd, I'd literally melt. So yeah, I thought that was pretty funny. And then the last thing that popped up in the news this morning, which was interesting was the, the latest way that they're doing the MV motors sale. Did you see that? Oh, no, I didn't. So this is kind of a new system it seems they're trialling too. If you remember back, I think it was a couple of weeks ago where there was a special sale for Block Explorer shop owners and you could buy uh, some certain NFLPA Block Explorers. But only you could only buy those if you, were, if you had a Block Explorer showroom. Well, they're doing the same thing now for cars. So if you have a car showroom, then you can register to participate in this. So this is all only available for showroom, car showroom owners, which sounds pretty cool, but my gosh, the price on it. Where was it? I just had a look at the price this morning. 249 USD. <laughs> That's so, <ridiculous. laughs> Yeah, I mean, the, the, the mint prices on them, some of them are, you know, 240,000 upex. So I guess it makes sense, but yeah, that's... Whew. That's a lot to ask, especially when there's so much going on with totems and all the rest of it that's for sale out there. So. Yeah, I'm more focused on those, on totems. Like, I was thinking about buying a car, maybe a truck, like invest heavily into one asset, but then what am I going to do with it? You know, I'm like uh, day, daytime working and uh, probably it will requires me to consume some more than one hour a day treasure hunting and then some extra to you know to participate and i don't know uh, cargo some some stuff around the upland so now nah, i'll pass that pass on that one all right well we'll we'll dive into you and get to know you a bit more um 
you said that you're in the UK, but you clearly don't have a UK accent. So, you know, where are you from? How did you end up in the UK? What are you talking about? It's pretty <laughs> No, yeah, I'm from Lithuania originally. Came to UK to earn some money, you know. Yeah, well, I like here. I've been here since 2012. Worked back in Lithuania, now back here. And hopefully stay. So was that a specialist job that you went for after you'd studied or anything like that? Well, now currently, after the COVID, I am yep. working in uh, the, the Jesus, I got it on the end of my tongue. On the I furniture. Yep. Yeah, we resell uh, used furniture, office furniture, and new ones. It's like, you know, it's nine minutes of walking from my home, so it's perfect. That sounds good. But it sounds almost like um, what I'm doing in Samurai Aquatics, but you're doing it in real life. Yeah. I was thinking to correlate the real life and upland, but unfortunately, we don't do international shipments. Yes, I think. Yet. Yeah. Yeah, that's be interesting for the future, especially with... Um, if you remember the X project that um, that was doing different sorts of weapons and this sort of thing that's, that's supposedly coming to Upland, yeah. where they're do 3D scanning them and going to be available to buy as assets in the game. Um, yeah. You know, I think the technology is very, very close now where if you have some kind of asset, like some piece of furniture, you're going to be able to scan it on your phone and you know convert that into a 3D asset that can be put into the game. Yeah, exactly. Well, our, that furniture is quite expensive, you know. I saw the prices, like, whoa, whoa, hundreds of pounds. Come mm. on, man, for a single chair. <laughs> Jesus, yes. Yes. So what's, um, what sort of stuff do you do in the UK in your downtime? If you're not playing Upland, what do you, what do you get up to? Basically trying to catch up with, uh, with the Upland news, um, teaching new, new members, I was teaching new members for over a year now, like properly, you know, from newbies to pros, what is hunting, what is upland, and that sort of stuff. And just spending my time with the girlfriend and that's it, going to bed. <laughs> Simple as that. Yes. Keeping yourself out of trouble. That's the way to do it. Yeah. 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 It was actually, I did a bit of snooping around this morning when I was getting ready for this and I saw that you joined in your second one, um, because that's in your data, you joined Upland on January the 14th, 2022. So you've been playing for almost two years. And then yeah. you joined the Discord in April of the same year. And pretty much not long after you joined the Discord, you started offering help and assistance and that, even when you were just a new player yourself. Yeah. When I joined, I did a lot of research about it. Then when I kind of got the idea what it is, what it can be, I started to invest some money. Mm. So I invested a thousand, hold it for, I don't know, maybe a few weeks and started to cashing out mm. because it's a turn after all. After I cashed out all of it, I still got something left and still got spark and, and structures. Then I saw the opportunity to rent out that spark. You know, I thought, why not? Mm. Let's build the web. I built the web, started to treasure hunting, and uh, 
like heavily Cheshire handling, not only a few chests, but max sands every day. And uh, still was cashing out, cashing out, cashing out, watching the market. I saw that Spark rent price was dropping little by little by little, and then properties were going under mint, like in USD perspective from USD. Yep. So I thought, how low can it go? You know? Where is the floor? You know, yeah. when we will stop. And then for some period of time we stopped. I mm. thought now is the chance to get involved. And I started to injecting a lot of my few thousands and job. You you can see it. Yeah, we'll bring that up in a second. So was that you you said you come from a crypto background. So was that the kind of mindset you'd brought over from crypto? Like you're watching the price and it's like, okay, now I think this is bottomed out. Um well kind of yeah i'm kind of a holder you know don't don't trade i, I tried lost a lot no yes. no 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 more <laughs> easy to do yep <laughs> yeah so basically i was waiting for this chance to to get starting investing it's not like you know oh i see a chance i will drop a thousand now like 50 bucks 20 bucks next week nothing mm. you know Yes. And well, uh, before before I started invested, I start subscribe your channel. <laughs> nice, thank you. Yeah. Yeah, your channel, uh, Loyal Doyle, and uh, Apex property experts as well. Yep. Learned a lot from them from you, and uh, basically everything is in the community. Any yes. questions? If anybody gets any questions, no, just go Discord, ask. Anybody can answer the help. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, that was one of the questions I was going to ask you actually, because um, yeah, you joined Upland as I said about mid-January, but you didn't show up in the Discord channel until early April. So there was a few months there. So in that time, that that was when you were kind of joining channels and learning as much as you could. Well, I was a single wolf without anybody. Yes. Just, uh, just testing platforms, seeing, trying to find ways to earn how it works. Because when I started the game, I was thinking, well, where is the game? You know, it's just plots of land and where, where is the avatars? Where is other players? I see the block explorers floating around, but where is the actual game? Like first person shooting or something? Yep. And after I joined the Discord community, I realized that it's just super, super early this game is. Yep. So, you know, yeah, we're so very did, early. Did you do any of the classic mistakes in those early days before you joined the community? Yeah. Okay. Any, any, <laughs> any that stick out? Oh, well, oh, well, I, I, I got rid of those, of those properties because those were the reminder of how dumb. <laughs> yes. Oh, well. yeah. So was that buying from the secondary markets? Yeah, yeah, before we had Apex Land. Oh, my God. Those were overwind, heavy overwind. Damn, those so were the times. A success story for somebody else that was on the other end of it and a learning event for yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, well, um, I, I think you've done you've done pretty well for yourself. I was just I was looking at your chart before. Um, I'll just bring that up now. For people on Spotify that are just listening, yeah, pretty much um, what Caesar said, it plays out exactly in his chart. Um, comes out the gates, 
and you didn't do a lot for several months there and then you can see you started picking up steam and it must have been about here what do you have you had yeah i've reached director here yeah and you've you've got a fair few properties there and then yeah you can clearly see where you've kind of cashed cashed out and you've you've dropped way down let me just put number of properties back in there so yeah you've gone down to 24 properties or something like that from a high of 70, 74. So you've, you've dropped 50 properties, Ed. Now, did that get you back to um, to zero? Like, did you get all of the money out that you'd put in? Pretty much, yeah. I think it was left maybe nearly $100 in. That's awesome, yeah. So you're essentially, from that point forward, you're playing with house money. Yes. That's that's really cool. And then you've you've done a gradual kind of climb from there, picking up a properties here, there, and everywhere. Yeah, and then I start, yeah, I started from the bottom. I started to treasure hunt, yep. and spark, and all the profits invest into that. And again, yes. like repeat the cycle. Yeah. So the chart goes from you. You gradually climbed up to about a hundred properties, and then you've just rocketed up to over four hundred. Yep. <laughs> Now, was that, um, was that as part of you putting together a treasure hunt web or anything like that? Well, it was different. I started to buy in different cities. When I see the lowest markup in any city, you know, mm. I pick in it. If it's below 40%, it's mine. Mm, nice. Now, are you, you buying those to hold or are you then buying those to flip for UPX or what are you doing? Hold. Yes, nice. absolutely. Hold. So we're looking at your city chart now. You're very heavy in LA, and I notice your home address is with the Hyde Park Ninjas. Yeah, shout out to Hyde Park Ninjas, the best note ever. Nice. Yeah, so 176 properties in LA, which is by far your biggest holdings. And then you've got a heavy chunk in Nashville. Was that yeah. just taking advantage of the undermints there, or have you got something cooking there? That's my spark grinding city. <laughs> ah, yes. Yeah, nice. that's where my web is. Nice. And then you've got a, a decent chunk in Queens and then you've picked up a few in Tokyo as well. Um, you've got one in Manhattan, none in San Francisco. That's kind of sticks out. I know. Yeah. Need to change that. Nice. Now your chart is very interesting. And like you said there, where you focused on the under mints. So you're one of the very smart people where your mint net worth chart is above your property's net worth chart. This is, if you're in that position, you're doing really well in the game. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. trying, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Like if, if um, for people who don't know what that means, I, I got my chart here just as a comparison. So my chart, the green, the mint net worth is far below the property's net worth. So what, what that means is that I've paid significantly over mint price for a whole bunch of properties, mostly node properties and that sort of stuff. Um, whereas Caesar's, Caesar's chart, he's paid significantly less than the mint price for all of the properties he's got. So yeah, that, that puts you in a really great position, I think. Yeah, it puts me in a great position to get... Uh, big earnings at low cost. Yep. But however, your chat shows that you have more valuable properties. That's why you paid more of them. You know, it's you have the, most of them in San Francisco, in 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 Tokyo. You know, in nodes, those yeah. are chunky. 
Yeah, well, I'm actually still in the pro. I just sold. I just gave um, almost 80 node properties in San Francisco back to one of the node managers this morning. So I am still in the process of getting rid of, rid of a whole bunch of those so the node managers can do what they want to do. So, yeah, I'm trying to just downsize my portfolio in general. Mm. Yeah. But, but this isn't about me. This is all about you. So, no, I... I I think that's really good. Like if you're in a position there where you've got your chart flipped like that, it's it bodes really well for your future potential. And yeah, like if you're able to do that, like you don't necessarily have to go chasing these high dividend uh, collection properties, which nowadays in the city releases and the um, collection reveals, they're pretty hard to get a full set of, you know, rares and ultra rares and ex yeah, even yeah. exclusive collections. So what you're doing there by just focusing on the heavy on the mints is very smart play, I think. Yeah, thank you. Now, do you still go for, I saw you had a Jingamai Tokyo collection set. Are you still going for those collection properties? For Is it for the dividends? Is it for the long-term earnings potential or is it for resale price? Or Well, it was two factors. I got... I got those because I didn't have an uh, exclusive chip like new mm. to my being yeah yeah and i before the collection reveal i saw that one guy is selling well not one guy but three properties that were 50 dollars each and after the collection reveal it, it i saw that those are exclusive and price he didn't those those properties prices price didn't change so i quickly sniped it 50 dollars each and now i got collection of exclusive after a week none of $50 collections properties were there, hundreds. Mm -hmm. So I kind of win. I injected a, you know, a lot into one just into just one collection, but however, it's double the earnings. So that's that's good. You, you were there at the collection reveal. Yeah, and Upland always puts a warning out there, like, look, if you've, if you've minted properties in this city, you might yeah. want to take them off for sale because who yeah. knows, it might be an ultra rare. It happens to plenty of people. I got lucky. <laughs> nice. So when, you, when we have new city releases, um, is that something you go into for the collection speculation? Like are you somebody who tries to mint in certain areas or what's your general, what's your general plan when you go into a new city release? Well, I use chat GPT. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Kind of. I do my own research, Google to read about it and then put on chat GPT, the list of, of neighborhoods that will be released and ask, what is the most attractive to tourists, which, which area is the most expensive, which one area is the most beautiful or, or the most like diverse or something like that. And it gives me a list out of those. Those are top three. Okay, pick one and go. Mm. If I get lucky, of course, I go there. But if it's way too expensive, <laughs> I choose another one. So you're not somebody who who succumbs to FOMO, like you're not gonna you're not gonna see that there's chatter in the community about oh this is gonna be a collection and you think, oh I gotta get that. So you dip into the pocket a bit deeper. You're pretty good at avoiding that. Uh yeah. Well it's good like to see from few perspectives from the community <laughs> and from robots, you know? Yeah. Then you can kind of see the bigger picture where is where is 
could be because when everybody's thinking about one thing that it's gonna be it should be it's gonna be 100 like this this area is gonna be collection it's it's long it really is yes yes hardly yeah. ever is absolutely all right now i saw you don't you you are based in the uk but you don't have many london properties any reason for that oh yeah um cashed out oh so you did have some and then you've sold them yeah yeah oh, that's it's, clever. yeah it's the I had, I think, in Marylebone, Marylebone, Marleybone or something. Yeah, I don't know how to yeah, pronounce yeah. it either. I, I got four or three in there and just flipped it for dollars. Nice. So you're still looking to pull out some USD funds as you play? Well, it depends, you know. Mm -hmm. I'm kind of, I got only one property for sale now for cosmic price, huge. But it's only because... I applied for MetaVentures like a year ago and was waiting and waiting and waiting months and past and months and then they released the new system and uh, users who applied most recently got already confirmed and when MetaVenture were open and I was still waiting and waiting and waiting so I noticed that now in the Buenos Aires there are so many MetaVentures that my fees would be just not affordable for me it's, it won't gonna be huge but just to keep the shop open, I have to pay something now. Yep. So I just canceled it by setting it for sale. And that cancels the application process. Yes. Yeah, it's it's a bit frustrating like um when they switched over to that new system, but they didn't look after the the all the, the old applicants. Um I yeah, kinda yeah. I kinda had this with my speedway metaventure for Midtown Terrace. Uh I applied in September got the no yeah I, I was approved in september got the structure built um no maybe it was approved in august structure was finished in september and here we are november and there was still nothing i actually sent a support ticket through a couple of days ago and then what do you know bang this morning i get up and it's all there ready to go so sometimes you just got to give them mm. a little kick yeah nice kick in the right direction <laughs> yeah so that's what kind of meta venture did you apply for at the time I think it was B. A block is per shop. Yeah, the, the fees are, I mean, I think I've got nine MetaVentures now and the fees are kind of still very laughable almost, like 1,000 yeah. UPX, 2,000 UPX for nine MetaVentures. Yeah, you know, it, it's still something extra away from the pot just to, you know, just to have a shop. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't, I don't own a lot of Bs, you know, to sell it. And then there's too many meta ventures in one spot. Yep. So why would anyone go to my meta venture when there's plenty of others? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Now you said um, with the USD that you're you're selling for USD. Are you also trying to hold a balance there? Like clearly with your chart, you're taking advantage of those under mint sales, which are most mostly USD. Is that you you're holding a usd balance there to get those or are you putting fresh funds in to get that fresh USD? funds mm. yeah i only spent usd to buy to get undermins yep every day few times a day checking high park la because <laughs> that's the spot now mm. and uh, keep collecting capex hunting every day keep collecting earnings and those apex from earnings i'm spending on new city releases between mm. new city releases and all city releases, I get about 200k. So, you know, it's a decent amount. 
Absolutely. Now, how, how do you work that with the fees? Like you, I'd imagine you've got a Lithuanian bank account, you've got a an English bank account, and you're buying USD. I know for me that I kind of just avoid all of that stuff because by the time all of the fees are put on for converting from Australian dollars into US dollars and credit card fees and blah, 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 it's just really not kind of worth it for me personally. I'm using PayPal. Oh, so so my bank account is sending to PayPal account and then buying from PayPal. So nice because yeah if, yeah, if I buy from a credit card directly, it gets, I, I, don't, I don't think, about 5 or maybe 4%. Yep. Out of BS fee. So that's that's noticeable. Yeah, and then you get a cash advance fee and you've get an international transfer fee and blah, blah, yeah, blah, blah. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, you said that you have a treasure web. Are you somebody who was hunting on on the web, like on the browser? Like we've just seen that they've just completely blown that up. Yeah, I don't oh, like no. that. There's... Started on, I, I did start it when I started hunting on app only. Yep. But then start, tried on laptop and it was like better. Like it was a superpower. Yeah. yeah, it was weird at first, but then in a few days I got used to it. You know, it's bigger screen, more visible. And now back on the phone, like, come on. <laughs> You're battling with the auto zoom. Everybody, yeah. everybody now who has been a web-based hunter, now they get to deal with the auto zoom. Yeah. yeah. And that auto zoom, that's something I've been asking to have a toggle to turn that off for ever since treasure hunting first started. I was like, can we get this goddamn auto zoom turned off? It's just crap. Yeah. Well, I use Palm basically all the time. Yeah. It eliminates auto zoom. Yes. All right. Yeah, there's there's a lot of disappointed people in the community with treasure hunting. They haven't said it's gone forever on web browser, but um, it's definitely down for for the time being. Yeah, yeah. I saw the squall. I think squall type today that it won't gonna be soon. That it will when it will be back on the web. Yes, nothing happens soon in Upland. It happens eventually. It happens eventually. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So you've got some, I saw before, you've got a bit over 11 Spark, I believe. Is that all from Treasure Hunting or have you bought some as well? Or? I bought just one single time, 0.05, and that's it. All from Treasure Hunting. That's well, awesome. and some of Level Up. Yep. Yeah, that's, that's very cool. Yeah, I'm, every day I have one hour, 20 chests, around 20 chests. So it's basically grants me one spark chest, which is 0 0.01 or 0 yep. 0.02, sorry. So you're just um, trying to stay regular, keep it consistent. Yes. yes. Yeah. All right. Well, that's cool. Well, what did you think of the whole Sparklet proposal and everything that coming from a crypto background? What, what was your take on very that? Very good. Very positive. Yeah. 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 I voted yes, because that's necessary step to be visible. Of course, there are some, could be some potential downsides, but uh, I see the glass half full. Nice. Yeah, I'm, I'm often a glass half empty, but I, I tried to flip it to the other side. Um, yeah, I, I thought it was really good uh, just for the fact that we need to get out there and get promoted a bit more in the wider you know, community, even just the Web3 community or the metaverse yeah. communities that are out there. Um, 
How about in your real life situation? Is there anybody else in your family, friends, circle that know about Upland, play Upland, or is it like me where you talk to people about things and they just look at you like you're mental? Well, my friend joined with Upland together with me. Mm. He even won the Genesis 2022 Block Explorer. Oh, wow. Cool. And he stopped playing. Mm. Then, you know, he's not interested in this kind of games. He, he does locks in every now and then, but it's not like everyday user. And uh, I invited a few of my co-workers from, from my job. They tried it. Some of them tried hunting, but they all quit. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's the same like with me. When they join the game, they are expecting to play the game from like like from PS4 perspective for yeah or Xbox, but it's it's not like off like that. I'm, so, I keep telling them that we're early. It's very early. You need to get your account strong, then you'll see. Yeah. Now later. So you mentioned before that it wasn't until you joined the Discord community and you saw that that's where a lot of the um the focus is that you kind of then you kind of got it and thought, okay, we are early. And then you got kind of involved. Um, was there anything else besides that that got you to stick around? Obviously, you've personally seen that it, you can actually get money out of this. But there's besides that in the community. Is there anything else that you that keeps you around? Well, the chances are basically limitless. You know. My, I, I'm, my big brain is not big enough to comprehend what Upland can do in the future. Yeah. It's absolutely, it's amazing. The more I play, the more I love it. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So do you think, like you said you applied for a MetaVenture, but for reasons you, you pulled out of that, do you think you're going to reapply in the future? Is it only going to be as a showroom or do, or do you have any aspirations to do, you know, UGC, user-generated content? Yes, that's it. <laughs> yeah, do you have secret plans? I have something written on my notepad, but I don't want to sell, tell it. Ah, interesting. All right. Well, um, maybe we could just dive in a bit more too. Um, I always like to have a look at people's what they got in their asset lists now. Yeah, me too. I keep on keep on looking at people's. Snipping around, yes. Um, you've got what do you got? Fourteen structures. Most of them in what do we got here? A few in Buenos Aires, Kansas. Most of them in LA. I assume that must be. Is that the Hyde Park node? Those areas. Yep. Yep. And then a bunch in Nashville. All right, that's pretty cool. Now the other one that's always interesting is the Block Explorers. Um, you do have which is your um which is your block explorer in the game that you use is the live stream block explorer. For some reason, I thought this was your custom block explorer, but it wasn't until I clicked around before that I saw that it wasn't. It was for some event. Yeah, my, my custom mate is Ginkorp. Yeah, what's that about? Well, it's kind of encrypted my surname and a few other letters. Okay. So is this yeah. related to the MetaVenture ID you're toying with? Yes. Yes. Ah, <laughs> very tight-lipped on that one. All right. Well, we'll have to wait and see for that and then see how that all plays out. All right. 
And then um, have you been involved in the legits much? Got a few legits. That's obviously uh, burners. I, I, I bought those while yep. I was hyped. And then I find that I don't understand what it is and yes. just left it there. All right. Structure ornaments. One structure ornament. Yay. Haven't played around with those? Nah, you know, got one. Nah, okay. It's Moving because on. they are seasonal. Yeah, that's hard. Um, especially this year, like, I, I think they're going to – I think they'll come up with some better system than what they have at the moment because at the moment it's just far too labor intensive to do anything with yeah, the structural ornaments, yeah. which is. I would like to like keep the structural ornament for, I don't know, for the amount of time that I want to see it. Yeah. If it's if it's summer, I'm I'm gonna change it. It doesn't ha it doesn't has to be limited by the that time of year. Yeah, I, I'm hoping that we see. Um... I'm hoping we see a meta venture where it's basically just a building skin meta venture. So yeah, if if you have like I mentioned this in the Upland Down Under podcast, if when I was talking with Lily, if you have a if you have a structure that's a blue house and you don't want it blue, at, well at the moment you need to demolish that and then rebuild it in what other color you want. It'd be very cool to see a meta venture that's dedicated to just being able to you know reskin it, which would be essentially adding a coat of paint to it almost. Something like yeah, that. I agree. All right. Now, uh, outdoor decor map assets. Now, you've got a whole bunch of Halloween signs that you've won from the various stuff that we do. And you've got. <laughs> That's all one from you, you know? Yeah, you're always in the mix for those. A monument. Uh, you've got some of those Poseidon statues, test tube. Was that one from the UPX podcast as well? Yeah, that was. Uh like a gift from tank me later and if tank me later sees me now i have what he would like to have because the halloween sign mint number 111 is reserved for tml oh there you go look at that 111 yes and he's all about the ones very good and you have you managed to get yourself a shark totem and you've got a two dragonfly totems so interested in that whole aspect the totems Yes, and I'm very interested in how the cycles will work. I know that there will be three cycles for each totem. Yep. For each uh, life form of totems. So, for example, if I missed one cycle, yeah, my my chapter one totems missed first cycle, two left. Mm. So, did I lost that cycle completely, or like it's it's it will it lost for those who used it for example i i, I didn't even started to use the totem on that cycle so mm. those three cycles moved forward or is it completely like limited to that amount of time so what you mean is like um upland's gonna say okay cycle number one starts on this date at this time or is mm. it the cycle doesn't start until you initiate it yeah, yeah yeah that's an interesting point um i hope it's the latter i hope it the cycle doesn't start until you do something to to yeah. start it because you can imagine a situation where if if it is the case of that then of course lots of people are going to start the cycles and they're going to essentially burn out their totems but there's going to be people who hold on to their their totems 
and don't start it. And if that is the case, those will become extremely valuable. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's very interesting. That is. I'd never thought of it like that. But, um, yeah, I don't think there's any details about, you know, the specifics of how it's all going to work. And that's what I don't like, you know. You kind of always have to think outside the box. What could be, yeah. what could it be if like this, like this? No, it's like crazy things. Yes, it leads to wild speculation and FOMO yeah. and all sorts of stuff. Um, some of that's fun, some of it's frustrating. Yeah, it's it always yeah. someone's always going to get on the wrong end of that when the when the information eventually does come through, but everybody else thought it was going to be something else. Yeah. Okay, so we we have goats and snakes coming up next. Um, going to be trying to get yourself some of those. Yes, but only if I get a chance to get it with Apex, mm. not dogs. Yeah. What's the reason got, for that? I got I got a shark with doll with Apex, sorry, and yep. two of those dragonflies, one with Apex and one with dollars. Mm. Yeah, I, I never have any luck with the UPX ones. I almost always have to get it for the USD price. Um, what's your reasoning for avoiding that? Because you can, even if you were just to sell it, you could sell it at a profit pretty soon after. Um, I don't like to sell things. I'd like mm. to keep them. <laughs> You're a hardcore hodler. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so if I buy with dollars, I won't going to sell it. I'm not going to sell it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's good. You have a plan and you stick to it. So that that's, that shows that, um, yeah, if, if you're sitting there and you're looking at it and it is available to buy, you have the restraint that you're not going to FOMO into it and click on it. So yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah. Well, of course, everything is for sale for the right amount of money. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. All right. Um, is there any goals that you had this year that you were working towards? Like we're come, kind of winding, starting to wind down with 2023 now. Is there um, anything that you set yourself to? Yeah, my goal was and still is to reach the executive level by mm -hmm. the end of the year. But I'm not sure about that. It's kind of invest a few thousands in like in one and a half month. Yeah, what are you net worth four million now? So that's quite a quite a chunk to get to executive. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Well, so, you you um, said you've got one for sale there at a crazy price. Who knows? Maybe you get like what happened when you started and you bought off the secondary and you went, oh my, oh my god. Well, maybe somebody will return the favor for you. Yeah, like for example, um, I'm gonna log in. I don't remember the. I like to buy properties if they are for sale. Yep. To to check the street view. If yeah. it's a good property, it yeah. looks like very nice, you know, mm -hmm. super amazing mansion. I check it on the internet how much that property costs in real life. Yeah, yeah. like like three millions. You know, from the perspective of the owner. If he, if if I would be a millionaire and I would join Upland, and somebody owns a property in there where I live, I wouldn't mind to like drop five hundred just mm. to have my kids happy playing around in the virtual in the virtual game. Mm. Interesting. Well, you said you're in the UK. Are you in London or are you elsewhere? I'm in Chester. Ah, uh, you know so, where that is? I wouldn't have a clue. 
What do you do? <laughs> well, so, um, well, for yourself personally, would that be something you were interested in? If it expanded to your area, would you be all in to try and buy your, your property that you're in now? Yes. Yeah. Yes, I would, I would be ready to drop a decent chunk of money. Yes. Right. I think. What about if we had a Lithuania release? Oh, I'm all in. Nice. Absolutely. I will force my brothers to join. And <laughs> force them. I like it. Yeah. All right. Well, we have seen that uh, we had the London expansion kind of come out the blue. Um, are you in the same camp with myself and many other people who still believe we've got a Tokyo expansion coming this year? And I, I also think we're, they might even try and squeeze another full city release in. Yes, I am counting on that. And if not, oh, what plan to do better? Why, why are you counting on it? What are you looking to do in Tokyo? Or is it more secret plans? Well, I have only like, I don't know, 13 props in Tokyo. Mm. But because if it's, it's so small and the amount of hunters in there, it's one of the biggest earnings of OPEX from the entire other cities of my portfolio. Mm. Yeah, everybody keeps keeps on jumping on those properties. Okay, so you're looking to not not expand your treasure hunting web, but to expand your visitor fee web. Yes, that's interesting. Yeah. All right. So, are you one of the people that went into Tokyo and marked your property with crates or whatever, so the the hunters could jump on it? Well, I don't. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, you only got the one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you got plenty of Halloween signs. You could put those around. Nah, they're I can. But nah. Yes, they're a bit hard to see, I suppose. Most of hunters, like, like for my, for example, me, I turn off all the three D anyway uh, items when hunting. Yeah. All right. Well, if you don't make it to executive status this year, I would assume that would be one of your major goals for next year. Anything else on the radar that you'd like to get done next year? Um, probably. I'm not sure. I know that I'm thinking about something, but I don't know yet what it is. Yeah. So you're involved with the Hyde Park Ninjas. Is that... Um, would you ever be interested in setting up something like that yourself, like a node area or anything? No, that that's that would require too much of time. It does indeed. Precious for me. Yeah. Unfortunately. Well, but... ha, ha, how did you get involved with SC Kicker and Cone Ninja at Hyde Park? How did all it's that come about? To thank me later. Hmm? Yeah, he always keeps on talking about Hyde Park Ninjas, Hyde Park Ninjas. And I was talking, what is he talking about? Let's check it out. Yeah. I subscribed to his channel. They are MMA fighters, multiple black belts, you know, they are like target driven, good lads. Mm. Is yeah. that something you're interested in, in real life? In, in MMA? Yeah. No. <laughs> not as a like fan, it. not as a fan or anything yeah. like that? I kind of I like to watch when people fighting in UFC, but yep. no, no, just to watch. Yes. All right. So, is there any you're in Hyde Park Ninjas? Is there any other node areas, node projects, or different bits and pieces that you're you're involved in as well, or you're all in with the ninjas? For now, I'm all with the ninjas. 
but I got a few props in Lake Balboa. For now, it's kind of quiet space now. Mm. Maybe they're getting ready for something. I don't know. Not sure. Oh, Lake Balboa. That's the one. That's another TML project, isn't it? Yes. All right. So you do have a bit of a FOMO streak then. If you're out there listening to TML, you've got a little bit of a FOMO there. A little bit. A nice. little bit is healthy. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, what's, um, you've kind of mentioned some of the things that keep you playing that you're interested in, uh, you know, some potential goals and things, um, some secretive stuff you've got cooking on the background. Um, that's all of the positives. What are some of the frustration points for you or some of the things that you think, oh, my God, what are they doing? You know, we are early, so there is a lot of room for improvement. Yes. Um <clears throat> The treasure hunt, it's going to be way harder than it is now after a year. Because from perspective that when we start, when I started treasure hunting, the treasure, competitive chests was all over the place. Now it's only a few cities. Now, then they uh, initiated the bigger fees of non-spawns, on spawning the chests. After that, it came to what was after that? Oh, the arrows released. Yes. Was yeah. So the future <laughs> tells me that it's gonna be harder. I don't know. Maybe they'll remove a tail spawn. Maybe you have will have to register in a certain city to be able to get the standard chests for a mm. week. Yep. You know, it's gonna be harder for sure. Yeah, well, they have tweaked treasure hunts ever since they first came available. They've always made changes to it. Um, yeah, that the recent changes definitely make it a lot harder. Uh, yeah, I'd I'd love to be I'd love to see that, especially for things like uh, spark chests, um, yeah. and especially competitive hunt spark chests as part of Spark Week and that sort of thing. I think you you should be kyc to be able to be involved in that especially with Absolutely. sparklet going to be like a real cryptocurrency um i think that would be why I'd, I'd hate for them to remove that aspect like that gamification aspect unless they're going to replace it with something else so yeah kyc maybe or some other way to properly register for it yeah it's tricky yeah i'm i'm all in about kyc i think it's 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 the platform for adults. Yes. First, you to play the game, you have to pass the KYC. That's that's what I think would be um, fair. Because now without KYC, when the uh, races would stake available are available, so multis can transfer Apex in between accounts in a legal way. Let's yeah. Say, yeah. Yeah. Without KYC. Yes. So maybe we need a special special jail or special area in Alcatraz that is specifically for the treasure hunt scammers or something, or the snipers or something. Yeah. All right. So that's one frustration point. Anything else? Um, hmm. My treasure rewards. When I'm opening the chest, I'm getting page reloads. You know, like nine chests out of ten always page reloads. 
Yeah. I don't know why. I tried everything, absolutely. Virus, antivirus, blocker, another browser, another computer. Nothing helped. And it's been almost a year like that. Now that you've switched over to mobile for the treasure hunting, have you seen is that's improved or is there any other different features that have popped up? It's, it's, uh, the thing is that even on mobile web browser, I get in page reloads, not, mm -hmm. but not on app. So it's kind of back to mobile helped me a little bit, but uh, as well as uh, uh, sure I can, you know, go to shopping while I'm in a queue, I can hunt for, for, for one chest because I'm mobile. I, because usually I come back from work, put my headset and hunting one yep. hour of hunt and then I do all the rest things. Yep. Now I can do it like, you know, on the go. Yeah. Mm. Um, there's, there's positives and negatives of it. I know with uh, moving map assets, which I've, I've spent nine hours moving map assets this week and technically it would be easier on the web browser. Like if I was to use my laptop, but I don't have a mouse for my laptop. So to sit there and try and have to use the touchpad is really annoying. So it's the convenience of being able to do it on mobile is high because as you said, I can do it whenever, whenever I get, if I've got yeah. 10 minutes spare, I can move two or three things, but the white screen crashes on the mobile app for moving map assets is just out of control and you don't get that on web. So it's, it's pros and cons. Yeah. So that's a bit frustrating. Yeah. There are a few things that could be better, you know, but with time, everything could be fixed. All right. Well, you're fairly just, positive, fairly positive. Yeah. They, they just, they need to listen to what the community says in discord chat. Yep. There are brilliant ideas sometimes. Yep. How about as far as some of the meetup events that have occurred, like they did have a, they had a London meetup event. Is that something you'd get interested in if it was close to you or could you ever see yourself going to Las Vegas and as part of the whole Genesis week thing? Um, I'm thinking about Vegas next year because yeah. London was announced very like quick. Yeah. I used my holidays before, <laughs> so probably, I'm not sure. It's kind of, I don't know, just, yeah, it's fun because all, all of the players meet and face face, but kind of, I don't know, USA, I don't know. It's a lot of money too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm in the same boat. It's just the amount of money that we would take to go over there is just crazy. And then eat up what is very limited holiday opportunities. It'd be very hard to say, um, okay, family, I'll see you in a week. Bye. I'm going on an international holiday. See you in a week. Daddy's going to spend 10, 10 grand. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, bit too of, much. Bit 10 of grand in that one would be big. Go a long way, especially if you're able to gobble up all of those under mints. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Well, aside from hoping for a Tokyo expansion, uh, and you know, obviously a home Lithuania release, is there any other cities or areas or things that you'd like to see Upland expand into? Whether that be partnerships with different sports or anything like that. What well, What would get you more engaged in the game? I guess mm -hmm. I'm trying to ask. Uh, I think the water, like oceans, 
it's not like a mint the part of oceans but uh, to release boats yep or i don't know something sailing maybe fish or i don't know like street view maybe ocean view something like that who knows but yeah, the... not not only cities cities and cities and cities city after city something different you're looking for something out yeah. of the box yeah that's interesting yeah i know when um when brooklyn was first mentioned as you know going to be a city that expanded on there was a lot of speculation in the community at the time that we because at that end of manhattan there is a lot of uh ferry terminal building uh, uh properties there um there's a whole bunch of those and the speculation at the time was, oh, we're gonna get we're gonna get boats, we're gonna get ferries, and we're gonna be able to get the ferry across. Uh, but it never happened. Yeah, I'd I'd love to see that. I I think it's one of those probably eventually things. Same with uh, private planes, private jets, or yeah, motorbikes, or different things like that. Yeah, gotta wait and see. Wait and see. Now, you, you mentioned too before that you were kind of at one point you were considering buying a truck as a kind of business opportunity. I did notice, and I forgot to mention it before, that you don't have any vehicle at all. Yes. Was that a, you bought it and sold it or you just haven't gone down that route? I haven't. I was thinking about it, but then I rethinked. Because when you see something, you just wait a minute, think twice. Yeah. Yeah, always. Well, yeah, now might you change your mind? Yeah, now might be a good opportunity because uh, we did see with that surprise London expansion announcement, the some of the floor prices in the cities just dropped like crazy, and I did see that also carried over to some of the asset prices. So I think now you'd be able to get a car well under mint, if especially if you paid USD. Yes, but what to do with it? <laughs> <laughs> it's got to have a plan well what's okay. going to happen if they release if they do a surprise release that's a uh can only travel there by car city then the prices uh, of the cars are going to go crazy high well what if not <laughs> <laughs> i'm trying to peer pressure you into something but you, you're too solid i like it yeah yeah well uh, i don't know maybe Maybe, but you know, maybe I will buy a car when there will be an option to drive around the city with it. Yep. So you're going to wait for the actual functionality to come through yes. first. Yes. I'm, oh. I'm kind of trying to keep myself away from the first wave of new stuff because it's always expensive. Yeah. And, there's, and then there is no utility and everybody waits and complains, complains. And I get frustrated. You. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, well, that's fair enough. That's a very good tactic. Um, if you can avoid the FOMO of it all, which it clearly it seems you you're able to, that's good. Yeah, FOMO is kind of good in sort of way because you can flip it for profit if if that's the, the goal. But if you want to keep it, you gotta wait. Yeah, if you're on the right end of the FOMO, it's good. Yeah. What about you? What 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 do you expecting from a plant? Um. Gosh, what a roller coaster I've been on. I in January next year, that'll be the start of my fifth year of playing Upland. So, yeah. so that's quite a long time. I've seen everything 
that you can imagine. I've been part of the highs, the lows. I've made all the mistakes, had lots of successes, opportunities, this, that, and the other thing. Um, we do know that Upland has had a big cash injection just recently that we covered on that on the podcast and things. Um, I would love to see some of that come through to fill up some of the old roadmap things. Uh, obviously, we want to see cafes, the cafe structure get in the hands of players. Um, yeah. Things like arcades. I know Mr. Alan C is doing a bunch of cool stuff with the mini games. Hopefully some of that stuff can come through. Or, But then again, I personally, I don't like that a lot of this stuff Upland is pushing to layer two. Like everything I do in Upland, is, well, 98% of everything I do in Upland is on my phone. Um, yeah. if, if I want to go and do a cafe, kind of doesn't really work on mobile. If I want to do like the real node LA, if I want to click on that, like a layer two kind of experience, yes, it kind of works on mobile, but you have to leave the mobile app to go and do it. That's kind of a bit frustrating. Yeah, I, yeah. I would like to see more layer one stuff. From Upland itself. Yeah, yeah, in, absolutely. In, in layer one. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I'd, yeah. Because I, and I've, I've said this so many times, but for people who haven't heard yet, we had in... In the very first Halloween year, we had we had in-house experiences. You could click on the building and you could go into the structure and you could watch a video that the community had created and this sort of thing. I, I want to see that come back. I want to be able to – my home residence in Midtown Terrace, I want to be able to go into there and have – indoor decor indoor map assets i want to be able to display nfts uh i've got a crap load of atomic hub nfts wax nfts i haven't put any nfts at all into upland because currently there's no way to get them out if you put it in there it's stuck in there so that needs to be a two-way thing um yeah so a lot of what i want to see is that layer one functionality that core mechanics you know Yes, it's yeah. great to have all of these new things. Oh, look, we got a new partnership. It's this, it's this, that, and the other thing. That's great and all, but I want to see time, investment, money put into the actual foundations of layer one. Make that strong. Make that engaging. Like you said, you've got friends and coworkers that have got in and they kind of lost interest. And well, that's the reason why there's 3 million accounts, but only 300,000 property owners. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. So, yeah. I would like to see the inside of the structures. Yeah. When, please, Upland. When, on. yeah. Yeah, because we know like apartment buildings have space in there for ten, uh, no, eight residents, right? There's there's yeah. eight people can fit in that. Well, why? What's the purpose of that? Give us a purpose for that. Is it a rental system? Love to see that. I'd love to see. Um, well, you do know if, if you go in the app and you look at your spark balance, there's a section there on exchange. Well, <laughs> there's nothing on exchange because we don't have an official exchange. So, you know, I, we have layer two exchanges, but I want to see a layer one exchange. So I could very easily, with, without having to leave the app, I could rent Upex from Caesar. Like you should be able to, within the app, say, you know, I'm going yeah. to put 10 of my Spark in the exchange for a month. Yeah, and the, 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 uh, oh, the other thing that frustrates me is like staking Spark on buildings. After the Spark is staked, 
there is an update that goes on chain and you cannot stake any more Spark. Yeah. And uh, when there is events, for example, stake on this speedway and the entries will count on your total yes. amount of Spark, you will get some entries. And somebody with faster computer than I do can yep. stake Spark and remove Spark, stake, remove, stake, remove. And he always gets those entries and blocks everyone away yep. to staking more Spark. So there should be some kind of a level of level of room, of space to put your Spark into the queue yep. for a certain amount of time. Yep. And then it, it locks it. Uh, takes it away from you, but it's not on the building yet. Yeah, it's like a it's virtual queue. Yeah, you line yeah, up virtually. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, well, I know that that used to drive my wife crazy when I was doing some of those big construction projects in Midtown Terrace with the UCC where, you know, I'd have to put up 50 buildings and yeah. I'd, I'd start a construction and set a three-minute timer. So every three minutes, my time is going off all day long while I'm putting these buildings up. Yeah, yeah, that's super frustrating, super time consuming. And you're right, like some of those competitions, I don't even bother trying because you just got no chance. There's people that sit there mm -hmm. with the timer and bang, they can get it. Yeah, absolutely. What What about things like, uh, I know for a personal one too, I I would want to see like, if I put up a building and I say, hey, Caesar, can you help me build this? And I'm going to pay you X amount for how many Spark you've got going on. I'm currently doing that with Brabant Swiss at the moment. I just sent him some Upex this morning for Spark Rental privately between us. Um, I'd love to see the ability for third parties to be able to stake on factories. We have a lot of people in the community who yeah, have exactly. factories, but they don't have the Spark. Yeah. Or they've, they've got the 3D skills, but again, they don't have the Spark. So I'd love to see that come through. Yeah, Spark needs to be more uh, um, available to deal with. Yeah, more um, versatile, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. other things, again, it goes back to the earlier stuff they've talked about in the past. I'd love the ability to merge properties. Like Midtown Terrace... I've got a lot of properties, but there's no real big ones in there. So there's not, I'd love to have a car showroom in Midtown Terrace, but there's no, there's no property there that can do it. I've got 380 properties there. I'd love to be able to merge 10 of them to make a showroom. Maybe it's kind of difficult because then like, you know, you have two addresses and when you merge two of them, it, one of, one of the addresses needs to be gone from the chain. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe they can do it like, on uh, escrow level, on chain is still two addresses, but on the platform it shows as one. You yep. know, you you can work like on it like one. Yes. But on chain is still two. Yeah, um, it's it, but it's just one of those things that they talked about for so long. Well, yeah. If 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 there's no ability to do it, well, don't bloody talk about. It. You know, so. Exactly. You can do it in real life. Like if you've got a very large property, you can split that out into smaller lots and sell those individually. Yeah, yeah it's a bit, it's paperwork to get the addresses sorted out or you can go the other way. So I'd, I'd like to see that. Again, going back to uh, stuff they've talked about for a long time, um, the kind of legacy system. Like if I get if I get run over by a bus, well, my account's gone. Mm-hmm. You know, it exactly. needs to be able to somehow to be able to pass that on some system to be able to pass that on to my wife, my kids, or whoever it's going to be. Some kind of 
um, person that I nominate. So again, they've talked about that for a very long time. Uh, you've got people now with accounts worth millions and several hundred thousand dollars. Um, yeah, there needs to be some way to sort that out. So absolutely, yeah. I think that'll probably come as part of the overall regulation of NFTs and Web3. I did see um, this morning I was looking at the news and China has now introduced it where if um, if you steal or fish NFTs out of somebody's account, you, you, you're going to be criminally prosecuted for that. So it's actually oh, become man. a specific offence. So they're writing laws specifically for that situation. So. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so that's kind of probably because I've been around for so long and I've heard all the talk. I, I get sick of talk, 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 talk. That's easy. Actually do what you're going to, you know, what you said you're going to do. Yeah. We kind of, we get, we get, you can, you can build it, but do it. <laughs> yes. Promises, promises. Better don't promise nothing, but deliver everything. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So Aside from that, for me personally, in 2024, I'm still looking to drastically drop my property count. I still want to get, I still want to sell or pass on about another 2,000 properties because there's, again, I'll go back to that again. It's one of those things. They've talked about having property management tools for a very long time. But if I want to do a property trade with you, I have to, especially on mobile, I've got to scroll manually through. 4,000 properties to try and find one address. Like, come on, there needs to be a search bar in there. Yeah, it could be, it could be you know, uh, click on property and there is a button offer yes. property as trade. You don't have to go to your property sold list. You know, it could, could be simplified in many yeah. ways. Yeah, and even for assigning collections, like, yeah, there's there's tools out there like Upland Optimizer, and there's a there's a few different things where you can run your account through it, and it can tell you, okay, this is the best, these these are the best properties to put in all of your collections to maximize your dividends. But then you have to manually go through and do it all. Um, yeah, that kind of got greatly complicated with those uh, international, like multi-city um, collections. That kind of got really confusing then. So. I, I definitely know my dividends are lower than what they could possibly be because it's just it's just too hard to deal with on mobile. So yes. Mm. Anyhow, we 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 won't end on that negativity. So I will turn around and be a bit more positive. Um, where do you think we're going to be this time next year? Like we we are super early in the space, and a lot happens pretty quickly. Like even if we go back to the start of the year and where we're at now, there's so much that's different about Upland, whether that's Totems or Sparklet Proposal or some of the different partnerships. It's There's a lot changing in the year. Where do you think we're going to be this time next year? I think avatars will get a use case in-game mm. itself. Maybe block riders, Death Shack invention. Yes. Block raiders, Maybe. yep. Yeah, maybe that will get, get into a platform. I hope as layer one, something not not the fifth app of the app. Yes, 
Yeah, well, we haven't really seen one of those projects really take off. Um, we've had Upland Kingdoms, Uplandia. Uh, there's been a couple of different soccer ones and bits and pieces. Yeah, they're, they're still around. They're still kicking off. But again, I, I think it's largely because it's it's a layer two outside of the app experience. Um, yes, because, you know, a uh, simple dude developed a game that my assets in layer one affecting the game but should i invest in that game if tomorrow it could be closed yeah you know? yeah it's a tricky situation yeah all right well you are a very active community member um what are the sort of fun things that you like to do within the community i know you said you like helping new players and that sort of stuff is that what you focus on yes yeah yeah and that's what, what are... i do what what are the some of the common things that keep coming up that you have to help these the new players? Because like I always think like when I joined Upland, it was very simple. It was very easy to get up to speed. And of course, I've been playing for the entire history, so there's a lot of knowledge that's built up there. If you're a new person coming in now, there's so much to learn. Yeah, well, basically, I I don't teach like I give information to everyone who asks yeah but to get it quickly uh i pick who i will teach like you gotta meet certain criteria it's not that easy yeah but if i offer my left my lessons then within few months you are pro you are yeah. almost at my at my level yeah you get the idea what it is how to do how to work it and what it can be what are the possibilities mm. easy so are, you work <laughs> yeah. so are you working with people just in the open community or are you finding people in that situation and then guiding them more on a one-on-one -on -one kind of situation in dms one-on-one yes. -on -one. oh that's awesome yeah yes i ask for the igms yep. and reading the chain seeing what they are doing and yep. explaining them how could it be better uh what would be better and how to do it and then again after a few days checking did they did that you know i like to sniff it around <laughs> nice yeah I, I used to do that a fair bit with fsa agents early on I, it's something i kind of miss doing but it's just there's just life is so busy now it's hard yeah. to do hard to keep track of it all all right. Well, if is there anything else you'd like to get out there and share and spread? Uh, how can people get in touch or get involved if they have any questions or want to catch up with you? Well, it's easy. It's C324 R15. Easy, easy. Just rolls off the tongue. Yeah, just ask. <laughs> just, just give questions. Answers will come. Yes, and I'll, I'll get a link to Caesar's profile in the description as well, so make sure you check it on out. All right. Well, thank you very much for jumping on board for the chat today, mate. I uh, really appreciate it. Mm -hmm. And especially I know you you managed to get yourself a webcam sorted out and everything like that. So it was very cool. And especially thank you for all of the support and encouragement you do with the various shows and what a lot of people in the community have going on, whether it be myself, TML, and the Hyde Park Ninjas and everybody else. So thank you very much. Thank you for having me, Ben. No worries. All right. Thank you, everybody. Um, stick around. I'll do a bit of an ad for the latest Samurai Aquatics uh, sale that's going on at the moment as well. So 
keep your eye out for that one. All right, later. This Metatainment production is brought to you today by the Samurai Aquatics and Decor MetaVenture, one of the premier and original destinations for Upland UGC map assets in the Upland Metaverse. Samurai Aquatics is thrilled to offer an introductory price on selective items for a limited time only this November and December. First up, glide into the festive spirit with the magnificent Samurai Slay. Normally priced at 34,000 UPX, this season's must-have flex piece is available to you for just 29,000 UPX or 25 USD. And for those of you out there looking to add a touch of romantic style to your upland spaces, the Love Heart Jacuzzi is making a splash. Regularly $15, it can be yours for the introductory price of only $12 USD. This is a USD-only item and is the perfect asset for you to pretend to warm up those chilly upland evenings all by yourself or with your special someone or someone. Ooh la la. And lastly, don't miss the full set of five Christmas spirals, a colourful addition to any of your structures or blue pixels in the upland metaverse. Now at an exceptionally value of 90000 UPEX or $75 USD, down from the regular price of 126,000 UPX or $126. To reserve your set of Christmas spirals, you have to send a direct message to me, Ben68, on Discord. Sale is on now at 30 Aquavista Way in Midtown Terrace, San Francisco, and will expand to our other showrooms in the coming weeks. Remember, these exceptional deals are only available in November and December. Sorry, dewa, shitsure, itashimasu. If you have an Upland, NFT, or Metaverse product, service, or event to promote, or you're just someone engaged in Web3 who'd like to have a chat, send me, Ben68, a DM on Discord, or drop a YouTube comment to discuss and secure your spot.